Hi there. Hey, this is episode 411 of the WCHL podcast, and I am Chris Perry, the WCHL commissioner. On the other end of the line, I have my good buddy, my partner in crime, Andrew Majorkirth. Andrew, say hello to the masses. Hello, everybody. All right, let's get to some music because we have a special guest we want to get to. So hold on, let's hear some guitar. was nice and nifty boy we've got a brand oh, new toy boy. yeah hey the we brand have, new toy is awesome <laughs> we have a special guest and it allows us to get these uh, uh this brand new toy allows us to bring in special guests like this and and to talk to not only me but also andrew and uh our special guest tonight is all the way from tempe arizona he is number one in the program number one in the hearts of all the sun devils fans he's the goaltender for Arizona State University, number one, Bronson Moore. Bronson, thank you for joining us tonight. Hey, thanks for having me. It's a dream come true to be on the WCHL pod. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Well, Great that's answer. That's already. I love it. Yeah, I'm telling you what. Here, hold on. We need to we need to give that one a little uh, <laughs> a little round of applause. I like that. <laughs> what a what a great answer, Bronson. So, in, in Andrew, I have to have to let you know. I was just going to do this without you, but then when I was talking back and forth with Bronson via text, he asked specifically, "Will Will Andrew be on?" Well, I, I knew I knew you were that kind of guy that you would just try to skip out on all your buddies and yep. and try to take all the glory for yourself. I knew you were that kind of guy, so that doesn't, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> well, Bronson, uh, again, we appreciate you taking time out of your busy day. I know that you probably just got right back from the from the library from a busy night of studying. Um, <laughs> So uh, tell us a little bit about Bronson Moore, the hockey player, before he became uh, Arizona State's number one goaltender. We know that you're born in, in uh, Washington. Uh, tell us about Bronson growing up in Washington and what made him uh, find his way down to the desert. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I grew up in Tri-Cities, Washington. We have a WHL team there, Tri-City Americans. And when I was, I don't know, five, six years old, starting to want to play hockey. My parents had season tickets and uh, the goalie at the time was uh, Kerry Price. I don't know. Maybe you've heard of him. Maybe. Yeah, uh, maybe. But he was, you know, I think, 17 years old. He was playing for the Canadian national team and he was just a really big deal and I wanted to be like that guy. So I started playing goalie and uh, one thing led to another and I left home at 15 because my uh, there's, you know, there's not much hockey in Arizona. There's probably less in Washington. Okay. So I had to leave my hometown 15 to go find a higher level of uh, hockey. We didn't even have a select team. So I went and played for a triple A team in Seattle. It was a uh, team Seattle. And after that, I, they formed a brand new triple A program in Wenatchee, uh, which was under the Wenatchee wilds, North American hockey league team. And they're now in the BCHL. But uh, so that led me out to Minnesota where I played junior and I was looking at a bunch of schools in my final year of junior and I was looking at a bunch of NCAA D3 programs and I just wasn't liking the school aspect of any of them I wasn't excited to go anywhere and then I started looking into the ACHA and figured well ASU is not a bad spot so uh, I looked into it more and loved everything about it so I ended up coming here. 
Very nice. Very nice. Was it a, was it a big um, culture shock going from Washington uh, in, over to Minnesota, or was it, you know, it's up north, it's cold, it's all the same? Um, with the U16, the U18, AAA I was playing, our main competition was flying into Minnesota and going to showcases out there. Okay. So, not really. Um, it was pretty surprising. There's Alexandria and Granite City will pull in 1,200 fans. Uh, North Iowa gets pretty rowdy too. So it, it was crazy going into those kind of buildings as an 18-year-old rookie and junior, and it just uh, I I wasn't expecting it to be that hectic. Wild. And then obviously you had a major culture change, or at least a climate change, when you head a little south down to the desert. When you <laughs> when when you went to ASU, I mean. ASU has so many advantages in terms of its recruiting and, and U of A too. I mean, the climate, the weather is just awesome. You know, Tempe is awesome. Um, the scenery around Tempe is awesome. Uh, what was it other than um, uh, the hockey that drew you to Arizona State? Um, I want to go into med school. So another drawback, a lot of the D3s is there are a lot of smaller schools. And I looked at ASU and saw the big programs. I'm in a, uh, biomedical science program and i just i really like the aspect of it being a larger school but it's hard to turn down sunshine and palm trees being in your backyard every day too oh yeah oh yeah, Go yeah ahead. That, rub, rub it in yeah rub it in yeah <laughs> Jeez. so you're gonna be a doctor huh that's that's the plan very nice very nice when you there, there you go he wins the night he's he's smarter than you and i perry isn't that the truth not yet not yet <laughs> Well, hey, I haven't you, proved anything yet. <laughs> well, you've proven that you're smart because you found a nice warm place to go. Um, right. and finding your way down to Arizona. Let, let me ask this. Um, when you were getting recruited by those uh, NCAA, those Division three schools, and you told them you were considering ACHA schools, did you run into any resistance that way? Where people were trying to run down the ACHA and talk up the NCAA, or did they not really give a rip? Um, to be honest, I never even considered ACHA. It wasn't something I had in my mind because all your tier three coaches push your D3. They want those NCAA, you know, quote, commitments. And uh, it just, it wasn't the thing that was even on my mind after I was looking through a bunch of schools and talking to a bunch of schools. I just, I didn't like anything. So then it was actually Iowa State's coach came to a couple of our games and was recruiting our guys hard. And uh, he was the one that kind of changed my mind and decided Oh, maybe look at an ACHA school. So I kind of just picked my top, my top choice of a school, and I couldn't pass up Arizona State. So yeah, I uh, called. It was Coach Brown at the time. Called him, and he uh, had a conversation with my coach. I think he watched some video, and then said, "Yeah, let's let's do it." So that made my decision final. Very nice. It was a pretty quick decision. Once I decided to go to to look into ASU, it was pretty quick after that that I decided uh, the NCAA route wasn't for me. And, and are you able, being that you're down there in Tempe in the Phoenix area, you're able to get home fairly easily as opposed to when you were off in uh, northern Minnesota? Um, Minnesota and here aren't hugely different. Uh, plane tickets out here are ridiculously cheap. I'm not sure why, but I mean, you can fly from here to Minnesota for 50 bucks sometimes and from here to Washington for around 100 But a lot of the D3 schools were out in uh, Lake Boston area which that's a plane flight that's going to take all day. You're going to have connections. Um, it just makes, that makes getting home a lot harder. That was definitely part of the decision with ASU too, is I looked at it and went, well, I'll be able to see family much more than 
once or twice a year, I might be able to go home on a weekend or something like that. Very cool. Now, have you have have you told the the Iowa State coach that or uh, or or anybody um, other than us, Chris and Andrew, that that the Iowa State coach is the reason why you're at Arizona State? Because if if he <laughs> if he found out, I'm sure he would take full credit for it. Oh, he's a great recruiter. <laughs> uh, really drops the whole ACHA thing and uh, talks it up and says, look, you know, a lot of it, you know, look, look at the top 20 teams. It's very comparable to the majority of NCAAs. And, and I started looking more into it the way that he was talking it up. I was like, well, maybe I'll look into it. He's a good guy. Here I am. He's a good guy. <laughs> Jason Fairman. We were just spending uh, some time with him a couple of days ago when he was in town yeah, playing Central Oklahoma. Had had we known Andrew, we would have we would have asked him all about Bronson. What the heck? How do you let him get to Arizona State? Skinny old kid, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. No, we should have we should have beat him up. But the one thing I think about the ACHA over and nothing nothing against the D three schools is the D three schools. I think they play like a maximum of twenty eight games, and that goes all the way through the national championship, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. So like at Oklahoma, like running Oklahoma and when Perry was here, you know, we'd play a 40, 40, 42 game regular season schedule and then go play a bunch of games at nationals. And why not do that? Why not play as many games as you can? Right. That's uh, that was always my theory. Yeah. A bunch of my buddies that are D3 just started their season two weeks ago. I think that's crazy. I don't know what I've been doing with my life. If we hadn't been yeah. playing hockey this whole time. Yeah. Well, in the sort of things there. <laughs> All righty. Well, other than uh, other than studying to be a, a what did you say your major was? Biomedical. Yeah, biomedical science. Wow, boy, that's I can't even get my head wrapped around that. Um, I can't even say that. <laughs> yeah, you either. Listen to you. It's going to be Doctor <laughs> Doctor Moore, and he's he's already being very humble. Uh, other than studying and uh, to be a, a doctor and and uh, playing hockey, what is it that you like to do in your spare time? Um, I've got a dog. That's pretty much takes up all my spare time other than hockey and school yeah uh but i don't know i'm pretty simple sometimes we'll go play tennis with a couple of the guys uh hang out watch netflix whatever all right all right well, yeah we don't nothing wanna... too crazy nothing too crazy lay, good we like that lay, lay out in the sun you know arizona things oh, there you go <laughs> they're rubbing it in again there you go arizona <laughs> things <laughs> Yeah, I know guys that always take their golf clubs when they head to Arizona for to play hockey. They take their golf clubs for some reason. So, yikes! And, yeah. and, Andrew, at sometimes we're having trouble. We're having some trouble hearing you. So, uh, but we heard you talking about the golf clubs there. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I know a group of guys that take their golf clubs with them. Okay. At Arizona, to, to go out there, so yeah. I have no idea what you said, but uh, <laughs> golfing here can be as cheap as fifteen bucks for eighteen. So maybe if you make the trip this weekend, come uh, come golfing with us. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. I like it. He's already talking about bringing his uh, – I don't know that they've got the pom-poms ready for him uh, to make the trip out there. <laughs> so hold on there. Hold on, Bronson. <laughs> so let me ask this. You you were recruited to Arizona State by uh, one coach, and then you end up at Arizona State, and next thing you know, you've got a different coach there. What was that like? Um, I never really knew Coach Brown too much, so it was just kind of a phone call one day. He calls, say, "Hey, you know, I take a different opportunity, and Tate's the head coach now." And I got a call from Tate later that day, and 
uh, he seemed to know what he was doing, and I liked, you know, like he seemed like a good guy on the phone, first impression. And then I met him, so I know he's just an all right guy. I know he listens to the pod. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, I, yes I, he I, does. I love playing for Tate. <laughs> I love playing for Tate. I think he's a great guy, and uh, he's easy to play for. Now, it's Tate, and it's also uh, Jim Nellis, who's the assistant coach in Austin, right? Austin Klein, isn't he the yep. assistant this year? Tell me, uh, I know that you're the goaltender. Um, is there, uh, is one of those three a, a, a goaltending coach, or do they act like a goaltending coach, or do you just not have a goaltending coach? Do you need one? Uh, Tate actually brought on a goalie coach this year. Um, he was one of our goaltenders from last year, Austin Borchard. Okay. Um, so he is. He comes out two or three practices a week, and he'll travel with the team uh, when he can. But it's been great having him on. The guy you know, nice to have an extra time. A guy that can when we have open ice and dead ice somewhere. Okay. All right. Interesting. Interesting. I didn't realize that they brought on Austin, but that's great. So last season was your first season of ACHA hockey in Arizona State. Uh, I guess it's fair to say they had a they had a rough season. Yeah, fair assessment. It's uh. We play in a tough division, play a lot of good teams, but eight wins was definitely not enough to call it a, a successful season or anything what our coaching staff wanted out of us. Well, this season, though, you're having – things are turning around a little bit. Um, you're, what, six and two on the season, something along those lines? Um, uh, personally or the team? Uh, the team. Help me out with the team. I believe we're nine, three, and one. There you go, nine, three, and one. And then uh, ranked 14th in the nation. So a little bit better than just eight wins, and it's only November. Yeah. So what's 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 been the biggest difference between uh, this season and last season? Oh, we brought on a lot of new guys that have put up some really good numbers so far this year, and they've come through. I mean, we were down, we were down and out against UCO. We had this; it was four to one halfway through the second period. They were out shooting us thirty to nine. Next thing you know, we win the game five four. The guys just. They never quit. They have they have so much heart, and they have the skill to put the puck in the net a couple times. And it's definitely a, a difference from last year, where we seem to get shut out a frequent amount. Um, I don't think it was a hard issue. I think just this year's guys, we got a lot of guys from some good good organizations, some high level junior, and they they can really play. It's fun to watch them. Okay, very good. Was that um, out of the thirteen games that you've had uh, so far? Was that game against UCO, the one that you just mentioned? Uh, coming back from being f- down four to one to win the game with four seconds left was that the the highlight of the season, or is there uh, another game or that stands out to you as the highlight so far? Anytime you beat U of A, it's going to be the highlight of the season. <laughs> you could beat them six times; it's going to be your favorite six games. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got you've got two of those so far, right? Yep, and they've got two on me, so. I yeah. can't get too excited. All right. Well, you but you just had the most recent one down there. Uh, beat them uh, three to two in overtime, right? Yep. And uh, to what what's that like? You're you're playing in front of a uh, in a big building, uh, a very nice building, uh, at your rival's home rink. I mean, what's that like for uh, someone uh, from the rival school from their from your perspective? Uh, the crowd doesn't seem to know hockey that well, but they sure know that they hate ASU. <laughs> uh any <laughs> any physical contact at all the place erupts it's it's absolutely insane playing there 
Yeah. And is it absolutely insane in a good way or absolutely insane in a not so good way? Oh, it's fun, but you got to play it. You got to play a little bit different when you're in Tucson. We got to stay out of the, stay out of the stuff and just keep our nose clean. Try to play our game, not, uh, not get into the dirty stuff with them. So as soon as we start doing that, we let the crowd into it. And, uh, it all goes downhill from there. Yeah, that's smart. That's smart. Good advice for some teams that are coming into town uh, this week. You know, don't there play to go. the crowd and play play to the guys on the ice. There you go. So that kind of, that kind of transitioned to one of the questions I had for you. What is, where is your favorite place to play? And we probably know that answer. And where is your least favorite place to play around the league? Um, favorite's got to be U of A. I mean, it, it's such a professional atmosphere. We all love going there. Why we go there six times compared to them coming here twice, right? It's uh, it's fun to play in front of big crowds like that. It's really cool energy. Least favorite place would have been Arkansas, but <laughs> probably probably see you. Um, I don't know if they typically get fans, but we didn't have any fans when we were there, and you have to do this long walk and. It was freezing because it was the middle of winter in Colorado when we went. It, it's not something I look forward to again. Yeah, but Very sometimes, nice. sometimes though, Bronson, you, you, there's some good scenery when you're on that long walk. You know, they're <laughs> climbing rocks or on the uh, doing on yoga mats or. <laughs> there's. Uh, uh, I plead the fifth. You plead the fifth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, as, as the commissioner, I have to go there and inspect these things. Uh, just to make yeah. sure they're all proper facilities, uh, up, up to ACHA standards, and uh, <laughs> yeah. but but I hear you. It's it's kind of like going through a um, going through a little maze to find the cheese at the end of the uh, at the end of the maze to find the rink there at the Boulder Rec Center. All right, it is, and that must be how everybody else felt too, because it was dressed like a bleacher night the night we were there. So <laughs> <laughs> dressed like a seat, and they sold the place out. <laughs> well, what about you, you play at your at your home rink, Oceanside? Um, what Andrew and I jokingly refer call it the the coldest rink in all of America. Um, you tell is it is that assessment right? Is it wrong? Is it are we just totally off base and that we don't know what we're talking about? That it's nice and warm inside there. I wouldn't say it's nice and warm, but uh, I wouldn't say it's the coldest rink for sure. I, it's a cold rink, but it's not too bad. It's right. it's the ocean though. You never know what's going to happen. It's. Uh, Ebbs and flows. It, <laughs> it's the ocean. I love it. So, so what's it? Uh, so what's it like playing there? Because we all know ASU has the big NCAA D one program. What's it? What's it like sharing a building with those guys? Uh, to be honest, we never see them. We never see them. Yeah, we uh, we have pretty opposite schedules. They they're on the road when we're at home for the most part, and vice versa. Uh, last weekend, Quinnipiac was in our locker room, so that was a little bit of uh like overlap but other than that we we were maybe out of our room for a day and uh that would have been an inconvenience but that's you know they gave us uh game socks for tucson so we had some nice ideas game socks really there you go. Oh, there you go. wow yeah very nice so just kind of as a thank you for letting quinnipiac use our room um but yeah i mean really we don't see them very much different practice times um just really no overlap what about it's cool the other them, though well, yeah, yeah. Do you, do you get a chance to when when like when Quinnipiac was there? Uh, did you get a chance to see any of those games? I know that you were down in Tucson yourself, but do you get a chance to go to any of the ASU NCAA games? Uh, I got to go to two last year against AIC, and I went to two earlier this season uh, against Mercyhurst. 
I think maybe one. I think we made it home for one on a Sunday. We'd been traveling. I think we were in the Oklahomas. Um, we came back and we were able to catch a like a mid-afternoon Sunday game or something like that. Very nice. But for the most part, like I said, we're our schedules don't don't cross at all. What about uh, do your schedules cross with the other ACHA teams that are uh, that ASU has that play out of Oceanside, the Division Two team or the women's team? Um, women's team not frequently. Uh, our D two team occasionally plays after us. So they get like a ten thirty start. I can't imagine. Oof. I can't imagine the end of those games. They've got to just be ready for bed. But yeah, yeah, that's rough. That Division Two life has got to be rough. I Definitely. Can't, I can't. I can't imagine. Well, let me ask this. Um, we we know that you've uh, uh, you're talk, You've already mentioned that you enjoy playing down there in, in Tucson. Um, do you think that there's any advantage or disadvantage um, to ASU uh, to the fact that you play six of the eight games there in their barn, or does it really matter? It, it's 200 by 85 no matter where it is. Um, I'd say it doesn't matter. I mean, we've played four games so far, two here, two there, and we've had the same exact outcome. I mean, <laughs> three games have gone to overtime, and uh, the game that they won 6-4 this weekend, we were up late in the third they uh tied it up and then put up went up once then they got the empty netter too so that game easily could have went to overtime as well um i think we're just two evenly matched teams this year which makes the rivalry much more fun than it was last year yeah yeah what about uh do you give a heart let me ask this i just have to because i'm a smart aleck do you give a hard time to number 19 in his long hair absolutely not come love on the kid yeah love the kid he's got the flow going there right <laughs> Who oh, else? Yeah, yeah. But Eddie combs it before before he comes out <laughs> in the locker room. Make no mistake. He uh, gets it all nice and fluffed. He, he, <laughs> he puts some product in, right, to make it shiny and, and light? I don't think he does. I think it's just pure natural flow, just with a comb. <laughs> well, will anybody else on the team uh, um, rival Clayton for having the uh, the sweet flow? Oh, Shaw. Braden Shaw. I mean, my, my parents laugh every time we – uh, our cameraman puts the uh, camera on the national anthem lineup, and he flipped his hair like thirty sometimes, and during the <laughs> national anthem, it was ridiculous. But uh, we've gotten videos from other parents calling him a fruitcake, and it's pretty funny. <laughs> really? Oh, okay. All right. Very nice. For, from our parents, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't care about what the the emails from other parents, huh? No. Yeah. Very cool. Well, we know that you're a devoted podcast listener, and we know that um, uh, you and Coach Green, and there might be one or two others on the ASU team that, that listen into the WCHL podcast, you made a special request. You said that you would like to have Andrew on because Andrew seems to have ASU pegged, uh, for the, at least for the past few weeks. He's, he's like Karnak the Magnificent with all these wonderful predictions. <laughs> yeah, three, uh, three weeks in a row he's nailed it, so. I'm what kind of impressed, I, but I'd like you I, to start giving us the sweep. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, I gotta, I gotta keep it, uh, you know, I gotta keep it interesting here. So, Andrew, the, just, uh, just, can you clue me in on any of your uh, predictions for this weekend? Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. Remi taste? Remind me of what you did for the Colorado State uh, and CU me, games. Let me. What did I? Uh, what did I say this past week that we? I think I said. Uh, Arizona State was going to go two and one, didn't I? You did. The question is, which one? 
Let's see. I had Arizona State winning on Thursday. I had Arizona State winning on Friday and then losing on Saturday. No bronze. So splitting splitting Yeah, splitting with UCO and then and then taking OU down. We'll see. There you go. Two and one. Two and one. That'd be a big weekend. Oklahoma's coming that big uh, WCHL weekend. Yeah, this is this is going to be a big uh, big weekend of games here. I'm I'm excited to see what happens. You know, this is how out of sorts I am. I thought that it was the I, I had written down here that it was the two Colorado teams that were coming to town. That's how out of sorts I was. Holy smokes! So you, <laughs> so Andrew, you have you have them um, uh, UCO on uh, beating UCO on on Thursday and and beating Oklahoma but losing to Oklahoma. Oh no, I'm sorry, beating Oklahoma. And then uh, yep. beating UCO and then losing the UCO. I got you. Yeah, splitting. Yeah, splitting with UCO and then and beating OU on Thursday. Yeah. Now, now Bronson. Um, obviously, you want to take issue with that because, as you said, you would rather have the sweep, the the go with the clean slate, three and zero. Has Coach Green? Do they tell you ahead of time, you know, which games you have, or or do you find out when you show up at the rank? Uh, typically, we find out on if we play on with Thursday. Uh, we'd find out on a Wednesday just kind of what we're doing for the first game or maybe the first two. Yeah. Um, but I haven't heard anything uh, yet, so. I like it. Keep keep your cards close to your vest. You're, you right. never know if those UCO kids are listening in or not, so. <laughs> they don't know who they're. Who I don't think it would make much of a difference, but. <laughs> they're still going to show up, whether it's Bronson Moore and Ned or somebody else. Not yeah, right. I, don't, I don't think I'm going to scare them away. It was only a 5-4 <laughs> victory last time, so hopefully we'll have a little bit better this time. Now tell me, you Everett Yasinski, am I saying that right? Is he your uh, your your uh, your other goaltender on the team? Yep, him and uh, Nate Sievertson. I was going to say Nate Nathan Sievertson. Um, do all three of you get along, or do all three of you just give each other the finger because you're all competing for the same spot? <laughs> no, we get along. I've uh, I've never had any issues with goalie partners. I think they're the only guys on the team that really understand the position, just like you do, and the only guys that you can give support to and that you can get support from okay. that really understand what you're going through. Yeah. That, see, that's why you're going to be a doctor because you just explained it in nice, simple, plain English terms. <laughs> you just, you know, you took my butchered up dumb question and you just, you know, gave it right back to me in, in one sentence of plain English. That was, uh, that was awesome. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. So that's what I'm here for. Yeah. Well, very good. All right. Well now got to ask you this. Um, ASU right now is in the mix with, um, with, uh, uh, Arizona, UCO and Oklahoma for the top spot in the Western Collegiate League. And as you said, three big games coming up for, uh, for the conference, uh, standings. Do you have any predictions for us as to where ASU is going to finish? Not for this weekend, but in terms of, uh, at the end of the season for the conference. Uh, you know. If you waited till after this weekend, I could give you a pretty good one, but <laughs> it's really going to be if we show up this weekend. I think that's going to be a huge factor. If we can get the wins on these guys, uh, it's going to be between uh, U of A and us, probably in our last two games of the season, in my opinion. Okay. All right. Very nice. And Nationals is going to be in Frisco this year. Um, when you were, I, I know that Arizona State didn't make it last year. When you were home during uh, Nationals, did you? Uh, watch? Did you tune in to watch any of the games from Nationals, or were you too busy uh, living the Arizona life? No, I, I remember uh, watching U of A and Liberty go at it for a little bit until Liberty kind of pulled ahead, and I stopped watching. But 
uh, hate to say it, but I was cheering for those guys. You want to see? I wanted to see some success out of the WCHL. I'd rather see a team like Arizona win it and then get to play them all next year than Liberty, a team that we're never going to see unless we see them in the national tournament. So yeah, yeah. Well, the rivalry's uh, huge, but at the same time, I'd like to see guys that I know. I mean, it's we hate each other on the ice, but there's a lot of guys on that team that I speak with off the ice, and they're great guys too. So I wanted to have, see them have some success as well. A lot of respect there, isn't that the truth? A lot of respect yeah, for hockey. Definitely. You want you want to beat your brains in during the sixty minutes, but off the ice, uh, guys are pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. So uh, where I was going with that is, are, are you're not going to have? Uh, I don't think you're going to have to be able to watch the games from Frisco because you're probably going to be there this year. Um, are you looking forward to 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 that, or is that just way too far down the road to really get? give it any thought yeah i don't even want to think about it they just want to you know wchl is the first step if we can be a top three team in the wchl at the end of the year i think we have a pretty guaranteed spot at nationals so i think that's if we take care of business here uh the rankings will come yep that yep. win and it takes care of itself well number 14 will definitely get you there and uh number 14 will get you into a good spot where you can uh uh it's, it's just good to be where you are right now, where ASU is in uh, in the middle of November or at the beginning of November because, um, uh, you know, like you say, you win some games and you improve your position and you end up just staying there really for the rest of the year. Um, so that's, uh, that's a great spot to be. What um, other than, uh, I mean, other than finishing out the year, went, getting a top three spot in the Western Collegiate League, getting the Nationals, what else does Bronson Moore have in mind, uh, you know, whether it's from a hockey perspective or from a school perspective? Are you also, while you're playing hockey, are you also trying to get an internship or a co-op or something like that with, with regard to real life? I'm not looking into it too much now. I might uh, be TA for a cancer class that I'm in currently. Okay. Uh, I might do that next semester. My professor's a really big deal. She gets paid like a quarter of a million dollars at the university. Whoa. She's, she's like 70 years old. She has no business teaching and making that kind of money. She's literally just doing it because she loves just teaching the subject. And she's worked at Harvard. She graduated from Harvard. She's she's the real deal. That's impressive. So, she needs to spread some of that cheese down to uh, Bronson and ASU hockey, huh? Just like a, uh, recommend, a letter of recommendation from her. That'd be <laughs> good for med school applications. Wow. That's impressive. All right. Well. Well, we wish you luck with that. Uh, Andrew, is, is there anything, um, any particular nuggets of awesomeness that you want to lay on us? No, I was just going to, I was just going to give it up to Bronson here a little bit. You know, uh, ever since I've, as long as I can remember being around the, the ACHA and all that, Arizona State was always kind of a force to be reckoned with. And then, like you'd mentioned a little bit earlier, um, the past couple seasons, ever since the NCAA team kind of came in, the ACHA D1 team has kind of taken a backward step a little bit. And and now it's kind of nice to see that you and, a, and the rest of the team have kind of gotten some things figured out and you guys are competitive and back in the thick of it because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I'm, I'm here in Oklahoma with Perry and all that, and, and I've got my team and, but as many teams as we can get competitive and tough and you don't know going into the weekend, if you're going to win two out of three or three out of three or, if you're going to go lose all three, I think that's exciting, right? And 
I was going to give you guys a little bit of kudos for uh, for having a stellar season so far and uh, go from there. Thank you. Appreciate it. We'll keep working hard. Now, are you looking forward to uh, the following season? I mean, I know that we're right in the middle of this season, but next season you have Grand Canyon and UNLV and Utah joining the Western Collegiate League, and you'll play those guys more more often than not. No more long trips to Oklahoma and Colorado and the you know having to find the rink there in Colorado. So uh, are you looking forward to that at all? A little bit. I definitely would like to go play UCO with those guys, but uh, I haven't seen Utah yet. We travel out there at some point, not really sure when, but uh, they beat Colorado last weekend, I think it was, or Colorado State, yep. uh, rather. Yep. So hopefully there's some good competition there. and UNLV is always going to be a strong program, so it's fun playing them too. Yeah. You know, I don't know. What, I don't know what's uh, – I got to – I never liked bringing my teams to Tempe because I always had to re-recruit my guys to come back home. They always wanted to get lost <laughs> on, right. on Mill Avenue. Um, yeah, that's a tough. It's a black hole out there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. There was there was one place in particular. It was it was a bar called Zuma, and they made they made Zuma juice. And um, okay. I think it was just, I think it was just Everclear punch. But um, anyways. Well, I had to. I, I had to chase more than one guy out of there. So uh, I don't know what what would be. Uh, you know, I think I'd rather bring my teams to Tempe than go to Vegas because Vegas would, I think, just be a Tempe on steroids. Just an absolute nightmare. Oh. The bad. The good news is it's. I guess it looks it's bad or good depending on who you are. But the good news is it's a little little ways off the strip, so it's tougher for players to get there. But they can get there. They can Uber and Lyft still get there, huh? Yeah. Yeah. If there's, if there's a will, there's a way, right? Yeah. What a deal. What a deal. All righty, Bronson. Well, hey, we appreciate you uh, um, uh, taking time out of your evening and out of your studies because I know that you, you we interrupted uh, uh, your biomedical science study sessions uh, to, to hop onto this dumb little podcast, but we appreciate you taking the time. We wish you luck this weekend against UCO and against Oklahoma. Do you want to – you asked Andrew for a prediction. Do you want to lay a prediction on us? No, I don't want to jinx myself. <laughs> good, good answer. Good answer. Uh, don't want the best outcome we can. Don't want to anger the hockey gods, huh? Yep. Yeah, smart man, smart man. All righty. Well, hey, we appreciate it, Bronson. Hold on here for a second. Andrew, why don't you get us out of here? All right, everybody. Have a, have a fun weekend. Exciting hockey coming up. Be safe, and we will catch you on the flip side. <laughs>